Hi, friends. Welcome to season two of Invest Your Best with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes for you to live your best life mentally, physically, and spiritually by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have raw, real, and open conversations about what it takes for you to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hey guys, welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Allie Kay. And on this episode, I wanted to just sit down and catch up with all of you guys. I feel like it's been a minute since I've kind of talked openly about what's going on in my life. And also, I asked you guys to ask me some questions on Instagram. So I wanted to answer those questions and do another Q&A episode just because there were some really good ones. And also, I wanted to just talk a little bit about body image. This is something that I feel like I'm on this journey with loving and accepting myself as I am. And I just wanted to talk more openly about my struggle with it and the journey I'm on. So stay tuned and thank you for listening to another episode of the Investor Best Podcast with Allie Kay. So the last two weeks, I had guests on the podcast and we pre-recorded those interviews. So I feel like it's honestly been a decent amount of time since I've just sat down and openly talked about what's going on with me and just catch you up. So I have been crazy busy the last two weeks just with my staging business and my husband and I have been flipping a house. So it has just been nonstop. And as a result, I have definitely made less of myself a priority. I just have not been prioritizing getting my 30 minutes of movement in consistently. And, you know, I always say this when this happens, but oh my gosh, I feel how less resilient I am to stress when I don't get those 30 minutes of movement in. And I have just been feeling very overwhelmed, just on edge the last two weeks, just with everything that's been getting thrown my way. And luckily, my husband and I both recognize that. And our kids are on spring break this week. So it's Friday. This episode will come out on Monday. But yesterday, we both looked at each other and we're like, let's just go away for like one night with the kids, put our phones away and just really be present in the moment with our kids and not talk about work and all that. So we just got back from that and it was amazing. I realized that one thing I really need to work on with my kids is to be present in the moment. Even if I'm not on my phone and I'm with my kids, let's say we're like at the dinner table, I'm always still in my head thinking about what needs to be done or what I didn't do and all that. And I'm not really present. And 
this like 24 hours of getting away with the kids, I really was present and I realized I really need to work towards that because I think I really do take for granted the time I have with my kids. I'm around my kids a lot and I feel like that's the excuse I tell myself like, oh, I'm around my kids. It's okay. But really, you know, it's about that quality time, not, you know, quantity. I'm around my kids a lot, but do I really give them the quality time? that um, they need and that I also need too. So I think this past 24 hours was so good just to like get a break and recognize that, you know, both my husband and I are burnt out and we needed to just get away, but also realize that, you know, being in that present moment with our kids is so important. So that's something that, you know, goes on that list that I'm going to continue to work towards. But we just walked into our house and our kitchen's going in. So it's like complete chaos. And another thing that I've realized is that when my environment, like my house, is unorganized or dirty and messy, that directly affects, you know, how I process things, my brain, my mood, like everything. And, you know, we've been living in renovations for a year and it's it's hard to complain because I'm I'm so excited and so thankful that we we get to renovate our house. But I think I've really also noticed that when my my surroundings are unorganized, then I feel a little scattered in my mind and just everything. So I think it's all catching up to me. But I think one thing that I always say is kind of like the first step to change is just becoming aware, you know, what's going on isn't really working for me right now. So I need to make a change and some of it's out of my control, but you know, one of the things is just being aware. And I think just realizing we needed to get away, even if it was for 24 hours, um, just really helped us so much. So basically that's what's going on in my life. And, you know, the new week is coming. You guys will listen to this episode on Monday. But again, you know, one thing that really helps me and I really look forward to is every weekend, you know, typically it's that Sunday night, I write down my small goals that I'm working for this week. And, you know, my husband loves checklists. So he'll write, you know, a checklist for the week. And, you know, as the week progresses, he'll cross those things off his list. And oh my gosh, there's just something about crossing it off that is so rewarding. So, but I really think that if you don't set your intentions for that week, it's so easy to just be unproductive. And I find myself in those weeks when I don't set my intentions for the week. So I'm excited to set my intentions for this new week. And yeah, you know, tomorrow's a new day and that's what's exciting about it. But I wanted to switch gears a little bit enough with my little ranting. But um, I wanted to answer some of the questions that you guys have left me on Instagram. So there's really not any order to these questions. I'm just going to read them as they go and I'm going to answer them. So one of the questions is, how has your self-care exercise helped with your skincare phase? (laughs) Um, Honestly, guys, skincare is not my biggest strength. I am so terrible about getting in a routine with skincare. I found that when I do have those weeks where I'm eating greasier and more processed food, I will break out more on my chin. So I've seen like that direct correlation of what I eat affect my skin. And, you know, it was eye-opening to learn 
that other episode with Chris when she was talking about, you know, what we eat specifically makes up our skin cells and everything. So it's kind of like if I see it, if I'm eating that processed greasy food, I definitely see my breakouts in my chin. But the extent of my skin carotene is washing my face at night and putting moisturizer on. Um, I wish I could like share secrets of like this amazing regimen, but that's all I really do. And also sunscreen. I was terrible about putting sunscreen on my face growing up. And that's one thing that I really wish I implemented earlier in my life. So sunscreen is a must. The second question is, is it best to eat before morning workouts or have a meal replacement? So again, I am not an expert. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. I can just tell you what works for me. I do know, obviously, when you work out, your body needs to burn something. So I know like my trainer says to eat something before working out, even if that's oatmeal. For me, I work out like first thing in the morning. So I tend to be nauseous before I work out. Like I can just really drink my coffee. I have started eating, you know, like a very light protein bar. Some days when I know we're doing legs or something, I'll try to do the oatmeal or even like a banana, but that's the extent of what I can do before working out. But again, right after my workouts, that's when I do a high protein plant-based shake. I've been doing that since day one with the shakes. After I move my body 30 minutes a day, I immediately drink a shake. I drink a plant-based protein shake. That's what works for me. That's what's easy on my stomach and what I enjoy. But definitely right after my workouts is when I do a shake. And really I do that shake because I know it has, you know, the protein that my body needs. It has daily greens in it, like the daily servings of fruit and veggies. I know there's all good stuff in it and it's just easy to do. And it, it just goes with my routine. So the next question is, how do you deal with craving slash food guilt? This is such a good question. I love, so if you have not listened to last week's episode with Ashley, who is a personal trainer, or she's a fitness trainer out in Oklahoma, go listen to that episode. She brings up associating moral value to food. And when she said that, the whole, you know, how we assign moral value to food. So it's like if we eat cake one day, then we're bad and there's shame around that. Or if we have a burger, then we're bad. You know, we ate bad food and we're bad and and it's shameful and stuff. And it really made me stop after interviewing her and be like, wow, I 100% associate moral value to food. And You know, I have, I've said from the beginning, I have my good days and I have my bad days. I truly believe that in order to create a sustainable lifestyle that works for you, it's all about balance, which means that one day you you might be eating processed food and that greasy food. I really think that it's unrealistic to just try to eliminate all the bad food out of your diet. That's why I think diets don't work. It's about creating a sustainable lifestyle that works for you. and And that's what works for me. And Typically, Monday through Friday, because I am in a structured routine, you know, my kids go to school, I I work Monday through Friday, I'm pretty consistent with really focusing on, you know, nutritious foods, foods that 
whole foods, whole foods that have nutritional value to them. I try to eat less gluten and eat less dairy throughout the week and really, you know, focus on foods with color. Why no gluten and dairy? I just see and feel a difference. I see a difference in my stomach when I incorporate those into my lifestyle. I I feel moodier. I feel sluggish. I feel tired. And I've cut them out of my life enough where I know when I do incorporate them, I directly feel the effects of them. So Monday through Friday, I try, I would say like 75, 80% I am eating clean. And it's kind of like what Ashley said on the last episode. She truly believes in that 80%, 20% balance where 80%, you know, you do focus on those good foods. Then that other 20%, you eat what you want. You know, if you enjoy that cheeseburger or the ice cream, my husband loves ice cream at night with milk. And I think his brother does the same thing. Like my sister-in-law, sister-in-law and I are always talking about like it's their nighttime thing. They always have ice cream and milk. And I really think that might be like a childhood thing that they saw that that gives them comfort. Like I get it. And going back to the moral value, just because you enjoy those things doesn't make you bad or make you shameful. And I need to work on this too, where it's okay. And like Ashley said, you know, that 20% go for it. That's where the balance kicks in. But, you know, try to focus more on those whole foods and those nutritious foods and those foods that will really help change your body and, you know, bring health to your life. So I think that whole idea of moral value is something, and again, it goes back to that inner self-talk. Like, what are you telling yourself when you eat these foods? Are you saying, oh, you're disgusting. Look at you. You're gross. Are you saying, hey, enjoy that French fry from Chick-fil-A, you know, tomorrow let's, you know, hit hard on the protein shakes and whatever, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's so unrealistic to say, I am not going to cut out all these foods. I'm going to enjoy them in small and steady ways. Just like, you know, if you want to make a change, it starts with slow and steady steps. So I feel like I'm ranting. I feel like I answered that question, but definitely the whole working towards eliminating that moral value to food. It's okay. Again, if you you wake up and you're having a day where you you know, you didn't plan your meals and you ate a lot of processed food, guess what? Tomorrow is a new day. I think what matters is that you keep working towards it. So, I think I answered that question. <laughs> Sorry for the ranting. Um what made you want to start your staging company? So for those of you interested in the whole staging, I actually do have a YouTube channel that has a whole, my whole staging story on that YouTube channel. If you go to my Instagram, the YouTube channel is linked. But basically there was an opportunity. My mom's a realtor and we staged a house together and I was Instagramming it and videoing it and I really enjoyed it. And someone asked me to stage one of their listings. And from there, I just kind of saw it as an opportunity again to say yes and just go with the flow. And that's kind of how my business started. Um, If I knew what I knew now, would I have started the business? No, because it's been a wild and crazy ride full of really hard times, 
a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. I'm so thankful for it. But again, the business just kind of happened with saying yes to an opportunity and just, you know, that ignorance is bliss, just jumping into it. So if you want to see that video, it is actually linked on my Instagram. Um, do you think you should share with others your transformation or surprise them? That was from It's Me, Jessica. I think for me personally, I decided to share my weight loss journey because one, I personally needed that accountability. I thought that, you know, if I did kind of announce it and put it out there, especially on Instagram and my friends and stuff, it would kind of hold me accountable because I'd be like, well, shoot, I need to, you know, follow through with this. So I selfishly feel like I shared my transformation because of that reason. And also number two, like I will say when you share your transformation, you will be surprised with how many people, even strangers will support you. And I honestly have found that more strangers, like all of you who I don't necessarily know in person, you guys have been so more supportive than like some of the closest people in my life. So you never know who's going to support you and you will have people who support you, which will, you know, keep you motivated to keep going. And also one of the reasons why I decided to share my transformation is I really wanted to show people that it was possible. Like if I can do it, you can do it. You know, I don't really promote crazy diets or anything like insane or intense. All I'm promoting is that, you know, you move your body 30 minutes a day and you make small and slow steady changes to what you eat to create a sustainable lifestyle that works for you. And it does take hard work, but at the end of the day, if you truly want it, I believe you can do it. And that was like the overall reason why I decided to share my transformation. But again, this is your personal journey. So it's really up to you. But honestly, I really think that there were all positives that came from sharing my journey. So good luck on your journey, Jessica. You got this. Real quick, I wanted to interrupt this podcast episode and bring you the health tip of the day. Today's health tip of the day has to do with burnout. I want to give you some signs of burnout and what you can do to battle burnout. I know with me, it has been a real stressful time, and I think just being aware of what mental burnout looks like and feels like is so helpful and what you can do about it. So some signs of burnout is exhaustion, isolation, escape fantasies, irritability, that has been me for the past two weeks, and frequent illness. Some of the things that you can do to battle every burnout is One, to find a partner in persistence. Find a friend, find a family family member that you feel comfortable leaning on and just talking to. Number two is to keep your goals visible. Number three is to drink more water. Number four is to surround yourself with something you enjoy. And for me, that was just getting away for one night with my family and just disconnecting from social media and work and really just being present in the moment. And also squeeze in some rest and learn to laugh. 
mental burnout is such a real thing. So if you feel like you are suffering from burnout and you don't know you can handle it, please seek professional help. And remember, therapy is your friend. And that is the health tip of the day. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Did you have a mommy makeover or undergo any surgeries after your weight loss? Okay. So when I was originally in my head thinking of an episode this week, I wanted to do one specifically on body image because this is something that I continue to struggle with. And first of all, did I undergo any surgeries? No, I have not undergone any surgeries. And last week, someone, I posted a picture and someone was like, oh, Photoshop. Um, I can't believe you Photoshop your photos. So I was like, I'm going to go post my raw video because what bugs me the most is when someone tries to take away my hard work and my pro- my progress. And no, I have not done any surgeries Um I do have extra skin. I have a weird saggy belly button. I have stretch marks galore. And I am definitely guilty of today looking in the mirror and like pinching my skin and saying, oh man, I really need to work these areas and like pick myself apart in the mirror. But where I've come from, I feel like I've come a really far way. In the beginning of my weight loss journey, there's a video that I talk about this. I I didn't have self-love or self-acceptance for myself. Like when I looked in the mirror when I was almost 200 pounds after giving birth and continuing to gain the weight, I was disgusted with myself. I didn't recognize myself. I would look at myself and like hate to look like it would make me sick to even look at myself. Like I was just very against myself that I and I've talked about this. I I just I was like my own worst critic and enemy. And it was really that moment where I decided to make that switch to come from a place like, all right, Allie, like you got this, you know, you look great, but I realize you want to get better, you know, and feel better and healthier and work. So we're going to work and you got this. Like I kept, I, I changed that narrative inside my head to, you know, jump on the same team as myself. And from that point is when I started to make progress really because I was telling myself that I can doing that I can do it and I was giving myself grace and that's when I started to feel myself like I would take pictures of myself like you know I was flexing my abs and at that time like I was so proud of myself I look back at the photos and I'm like wow I still had a long ways to go compared to where I am now but in that moment you know I was like 175 pounds I'm 5'1 and I was like flexing my stomach and I had like a crop top on and I was feeling myself and and I I'm like wow like that I don't know I I feel like 
I was maybe even more confident then that I am now because now I feel like I don't, I know that I don't want to strive for perfection and perfection does not exist, but I do find myself picking apart my body. Like I'll stand in the mirror and it's kind of frustrating because it's like, man, I've worked my butt off, but here I am with like skin hanging down low, you know, and not to mention my boobs, like my boobs hanging down low. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the gym five times a week and eating right. And I still have these, these areas of my body that aren't quote unquote perfect. One thing I am so grateful for about Instagram is that people have really shifted to show like the real side of stuff. And, you know, we grew up seeing billboards of these like skinny, perfect models. Like think of the Victoria's Secret catalog or like growing up and seeing Paris Hilton and Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, like that's what we idolize as kids, or at least I know I did, which, you know, I don't blame these girls. They're beautiful. They're skinny and beautiful, but that's the only type of bodies we really saw. And I'm so thankful for Instagram that we've shifted that that narrative, like more people are showing, you know, like, hey, I've had a baby and this is my stomach. It hangs low and I have stretch marks where now we're seeing normal bodies, like real bodies, and it's normalizing it. Because before, even like when I had my first son, I don't remember ever seeing like mom bods on Instagram or anything to see that like I wasn't alone with like the whole saggy belly button thing. Apparently that's like a real thing after you have a kid, but I know, you know, no one was talking about that on social media. And I'm so grateful. Like the more and more we see normal and real bodies, it normalizes it where we understand that those perfect bodies, even like models getting photoshopped, they're just unrealistic standards of bodies. So I'm telling myself that in the mirror when I want everything to be perfect on my body, like, okay, that's not realistic. So that I'm very thankful for Instagram. And I'm I'm, I'm trying to accept and love my body right now, even though, you know, I do find myself being like, oh, I wish, you know, I could get surgery, which is one thing I do want to bring up because, Another thing is like, I always want to be like open and real. And she asked the questions, um, did I undergo any surgeries after my weight loss? No, I did not. But I am currently thinking of getting a surgery, a breast um, augmentation. And I scheduled the appointment and I'm like going back and forth to canceling it because I'm like, why am I doing? I don't know. I'm having this like struggle with myself because I'm like, if I get it done, am I trying to strive for perfection or should I just get it done? And it's something that I can fix and, you know, I'll feel more confident and all that. But I'm kind of just going back and forth. So I'd love to hear your opinions of this. Let me know what your thoughts are. Should I do it? Um, are you against surgery? I know like I do follow a lot of big weight loss accounts where people have lost like over 200 pounds and they have like 50 pounds of extra skin hanging on their body and they get it removed and the results look good. And I'm all for that. You know, I in no way do I think that takes away from other people's progress. Um, It's skin and, you know, Modern medicine is amazing, and I think to each their own. But I definitely just wanted to bring this on the podcast about the surgery that I might undergo 
just because I do want to be open and real about it. If I do get it done, I'll do a whole podcast episode. And if I don't end up doing it, I'll do a whole podcast episode on it. But I thought I would bring it up just because of that question um, to be continued with it. But yeah, this is today's episode. I feel like I did a lot of ranting. Um, But yeah, I love the questions that you guys asked me. So I'll probably put another one of those up next week. If you have any specific questions in regards to anything, ask me. You can always message me. The Diet Bet Challenge is still open. So it it officially started on Monday, but it is still open for another couple days. So what it is, is if you join for $35, you commit to losing 4% of your starting body weight. So that's typically around like, five to six pounds on average. If you follow through with that after the four weeks, you win jackpot money along with whoever else follows through with their weight loss goals. And um, you're part of a group. You get group support, group accountability. People share recipes. They share what's working for them. People are so supportive. It's just an all-around great way to start your journey, get motivated, and stay accountable to your weight loss goals. So that's still open. That link is dietbet.com forward slash Alexandra. And you can find me on TikTok and and Instagram at Alexandra Will. And if you are looking for online coaching, you can go to www.investyourbestwithallyk.com and leave your email. And I will see you next week. 